Hello and welcome to What's On at Sydney World Cinemas. I am Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Layton. Hi Dan, how Hello. are you? I'm well, how are you? Doing very well, thank you very much. You had a nice weekend at yeah, Comic-Con. I did, I went to, I went to the, the comic convention over in London's glittering Excel Centre. Uh, had a nice time seeing all the cosplays. Uh, it was very interesting to see what were the big cosplays of the, of the weekend. I was like that. Oh, so actually this is going to be my question for okay. you. Because the last time I went to a Comic-Con, it was a war between Deadpool and Harley Quinn. Yes. As like, what is the cosplay of choice yes. for this year? So I'm curious, is it a, is it comic book? Is it anime? Is it video games? It, this year, it was a toss-up between two characters. So there were an awful lot of Mighty Thor. So mm. a, lot of, a lot of Lady Thors wandering around, which yeah. I was thrilled about. And uh, also, I didn't know this character because I, I, I don't necessarily watch a lot of the, the Netflixes, the televisions. Uh, it was the green cheerleader from Stranger Things. Apparently the character's called Chrissy. I don't know who that is. The green cheerleader from Stranger Things? She's wearing a green cheerleader uniform. And so I kept saying, there's a green cheerleader. There's a green cheerleader. First episode? Yeah, the one the Oh, right. What a weird choice. But there were loads. It was it kept popping up everywhere. But I was I was quite thrilled with all the Mighty Thors because I like you know me and Thor. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, you're yeah. best buds. Huh. Well, there you go, Chrissy Cunningham. There you go. How Just... about that? Green cheerleader, which does make it sound a little bit like a Power Rangers thing, and there's a different colour cheerleader for each sort mm. of series. But no, green. I wonder why. Um... It's like everyone's like, oh, what a major character. What a recurring character. Hmm. Maybe it was just because it's quite simple. Maybe. <laughs> That's what they nice went and easy. for. That's why I'm a fan of Ghostbusters. Yeah, like, there you go. Chuck on overalls. Choice. Happy yes. days. Chuck on some, uh, some tan overalls. Yeah. Uh, got my own name badge on them. I've got the patch. Belt there was buckle. a very good Dumbledore with a forks, which was quite themed because I then went to see Chamber of Secrets. That's oh, how um, was the uh, the watch long of it or the rewatch? Oh, it was lovely. Uh, I did. I will not lie to you. Have a little a little cry uh, because it finishes, of course, with um, there's no Hogwarts without you, Hagrid, and Robbie Coltrane has passed away, and and I get a little bit teary at that kind of thing anyway. So mm -hmm. um, that was quite. But it was it was I I I went to the bathroom during the spider sequence. Obviously. Um, so yeah, good times. Uh, well, we've got some lovely comments on your video that you did with Billy Eichner. Please. And Luke McFarlane. Uh, David here said, congratulations, gentlemen. What a wonderful movie. Went to the cinema twice to see it, and both times I laughed out loud, and I cried out of love and joy. What a triumph you are uh, for who are LGBTQ+. You guys rock. There's a wonderful monologue in there that I found really impactful, because obviously it's, it's a comedy. There's Judd Apatow elements in there, so it's, it is quite laugh out loudy, uh, quite bawdy in places. Um, but then there is this one monologue that takes place in a really quiet moment between the two that is very, very powerful and impactful, and I think it will mean a lot to a lot of people. Now, Dane here has got a comment which says, Sour Patch Kids in Popcorn. Mm. I'll have to try that. It's a curious notion. <laughs> I, I don't think I personally... I was being polite in the room, but I don't think personally I can support it. But, you know. Cause it, because... Yeah, especially because I like salted popcorn. Yeah, I think I salty that. and sour is is not. I get that, but also I've discovered one of my new favorite things in the world is dry roasted peanuts and raisins. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like, what's that? Like peanuts and raisins is yeah. quite a you know yeah salted peanuts is quite a classic combo. Mm. Dry roasted peanuts and raisins turns out to be something I really quite like. I'm not a fan of raisins. <gasps> yeah. 
I know, controversial, but I'm, I don't really like them in things. That's the best thing ever. Mm, I disagree. Well, when I was a child, uh, we weren't allowed to have sugar on cereal because my mum was uh, worked for the NHS. Right. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it was like a big. So the party line can't have a no sugary cereals. Great. And B no sugar on your cereal. So yeah. we just have Rice Krispies or Weetabix. Right. And then later Shreddies. Um, but then to, to give some sweetness, we would put raisins. Oh, on that. okay. So the like, natural sweetness. Exactly. So that has now become like my. I can't have cereal without raisins now. You're a you're a you're a muesli boy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anyone so passionate about muesli before. Oh, tell me about it. Wow, I'm all in. <laughs> uh, anyway, we need to get into the show. You're going to hear uh, that chat with Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane, and as they play Mister and Mister, talking about bros. But first up, we're going to be talking about the trailer for Avatar Two. Here, it's, sorry, Avatar: The Way of Water. Thank you. Here's the show. Dan, I think it's about time you and I get excited for Avatar 2. I'm already excited for Avatar 2, to be honest with you, Oh, if I may. Oh, okay. Because they re-released Avatar a few uh, weeks back, and I had never seen it. We Mm -hmm. discussed this, never saw it when it first came out because I was what? A contrarian. And so I decided to take myself off to the IMAX in Leicester Square. Full 3D, full experience. And, and I've now seen Avatar, and I liked it. I liked it very much. I could see the hype. It was it was very colourful. It was very uh, it was it was a it was a I, it was that kind of sucks you back into that that era in film. Mm-hmm. That sort of early late noughties, early tens kind of very earnest, very big filmmaking. I was very pleased to be there, and now I'm genuinely quite excited for the for the follow up. So we got stoked now mm. for Avatar. It's, I keep calling it Avatar Two, but it's not official. No, it's Avatar: The Way of Water. The Way of Water. So let's watch the new trailer for that now. Already very visually it's beautiful. Very, it's visually it? very nice and very blue. And this is the sort of thing IMAX 3D. Mm. Some like parent stuff in here. Yeah, big time. Get to big time. Yeah, you're gonna need to brace so before you go in. <laughs> it's like Thor and Love and Thunder all over. Yeah. <laughs> so, what does her heartbeat sound like? Jake Sui. Mighty. <laughs> Oh my gosh! That's so rich! Yeah. Look at that water. It's incredible. Vibrant is the word I want to use. Yeah. The apocalypse now, like there. We <gasps> cannot let you bring your war here. Outcast. Let all they see. I see you. No humans. No, I was just I was just about to say it feels like it's not about that. Oh. 
Hang on, maybe now. Before your birth and after your death. This is our home! I need you with me. And I need you to be strong. Also the big free willy moment. I'll, I'll always be a sucker for a bow. Mm -hmm. Well, that looks like it's going to be a theme of the movie, the strong heart. Yeah, mighty, mighty heart. heart speed. December 16th. I cannot believe that. Do you know what? It's, it's so funny about that trailer and, you know, it's, it's come up at the end there, you know, it's a James Cameron movie. Mm. But because, like, he just doesn't, make movies every year or so mm. he is just like he picks his spot yeah and then just so james cameron is one of like i think the few directors as well that really feels like his releases are event cinema it is and, it, and you see the name and you know what's what's coming there's like the whole i mean his movies are among the most massive movies in history the ones you've mentioned but also titanic, titanic. and of course the original avatar as well mm -hmm. these, these are groundbreaking in terms of like awards bums in seats you're right he is a he is an event person and, and we don't have um many of those now i think i think of people like spike lee i think of people like scorsese spielberg but they're all kind of more prolific than james cameron when it comes to like the 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 releases so this one is is a big deal and it's been so many years in the making and it's we say this every time like black panther coming out in a week's time december 16th for avatar 2 is so close and it feels like it's been so long in the making but it's kind of Kind of here. I think it's ten plus years, yeah, more or less, where yeah. we've been sort of sat here waiting for our return to Pandora, and it's mm. been talked about so much to the point where, like, and I think I joked about this with the Uncharted movie as well. It's just like I'll only believe this movie exists when I'm actually sat there. Seeing yeah, it, and even talking. then, and even then, like, yeah. I'll be, it'll be half an hour, and I'll be like, this is quite an elaborate prank. <laughs> but I, I, that was a really beautiful, beautiful trailer. It is gorgeous. It is a remarkable trailer in a way that it's not designed to be like, whoa, look at these cool things you're going to see, but to be like, you're going to get to visit this place. Mm. You're going to be here for two hours yeah. in this vision, in this vista, and this sort of like beautiful gorgeousness. That's it. It's, it's as much about the Pandora as a character as anything else. You know, the tree, the water, the, 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 the wildlife, the flora and fauna, all of it coming together and, and creating this beautiful vista is exactly the right word for it. And I was struck that we were, we were struggling to see human characters. And even on that ship, they didn't, f they were humanoid. They didn't fully look like humans. They looked a little bit longer, which made me think they were, you know, uh, Navi of some form. What struck me when I was watching Avatar, the OG in the IMAX the other day, was that it was very present. It was a very now film in terms of its plot, in terms of mm. its, uh, the, the, the messages within it. And I don't know if it was quite appreciated back then or if it was considered ahead of its time, but there was a lot of, stuff in it with, with, to do with climate, to do with environment, to do with native people and, and colonization and things like that, that was that is incredibly current. Uh, and I'm really intrigued by what this story is gonna do now that those plot points, I guess, that were there baked into the original are now such a common part of our new cycle. You know, I'll be very curious to see what they do now. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm so curious by the movie because I've still like, it kind of gives you an idea of what to expect mm. in terms of your plot and everything like that, but still very vague. Yeah. 
And so it really is just, it's kind of selling itself on its name alone and that's sort of like the iconic nature of it being the biggest movie of all time. And here is the next chapter in that story. Mm, and they could even just put the, the, I mean, the poster is just the face. They could just put one of the faces and you'd know exactly what it was without any words. It's like, isn't it, the Avengers? Mm. Like, you know, going back to what we're talking about, they're like, that is, you could just put the Avengers on a poster. And that is like, people are going to go flock to that. Particularly yeah. when they did like Endgame and Infinity War and things like that. But that was also off the back of 20 plus movies. Mm. This is literally just one movie came out 10 years ago. Yeah. And now it's just, and the director has been working on this one for 10 years. Mm. And here's the next chapter. Mm. And I think and that's a really exciting prospect. It is. And it looks to me like the story is, it's, it's both grand in scope, in vision, but close in scale you were talking about how you know on a family level it looks like there's going to be some family stuff mm -hmm. in there we're all going to find a way to relate to that in some way i think especially after the past couple of years i feel like there are casual viewers who don't go to the cinema as, as often as they would like who are going to make a point of getting out yes. to see this movie and it's going to be a cultural moment and how all of us are going to respond to it i'm really intrigued not knowing a lot of what about is about to come narrative wise This week's releases are Call Jane, Watcher, and One Piece Red, which is available in 2D, IMAX, and 4DX. Now, I could just talk about One Piece mm. in a way, because mm. I'm, I'm an anime guy, yeah. and I One Piece is not one I've ever really got massively into, but I've heard a lot of people be like, oh, One Piece is the one you should mm. really go and check out. So I am sort of intrigued by this. However, Call Jane, I think, is probably the, the movie that's on everyone's lips this Call, week. Call Jane is a very, a very damn film. It's 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 acting, it's powerful political statements, it's all of the, you know, I, I like me a drama, I like me a, uh, an opportunity to see some some thought pieces and, and thought-provoking material. And I just want to see anime in 40X. And you love seeing anime in 40X. No, I, I, uh, I didn't get the chance to see it at the film festival a couple of weeks ago, and then my friend who as a BAFTA member had a screening and I couldn't go to that either. So this is a film that has been eluding me. It's Elizabeth Banks starring uh, Sigourney Weaver there as well. It's a great cast. It's a really interesting premise. And it's one of those things that I think it's going to be, I'm going to look for a sort of middle of the day screening to go and, and, and take the movie in, feel some things, and then go off and have a, have a little coffee and think about it. The cast is what really kind of draws me to this. Like mm. you mentioned, it's Banks and it's, it's Weaver. Kate Mara yep. is also in the movie as well. It just yeah. feels like it's one of those movies you go down the list and list and list and it's like, oh, they're in it, they're in it, they're mm. in it. It's a really impactful cast with a story that is very of the time. We mentioned this about Avatar, but it's mm. very of the time of the moment. It feels like it's a thing that people should go out to see. Because I think the, 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 the point of art and film within art is, is to reflect your time and to provide you with the opportunity to process and think about things and, and, and enter into a world or, or a viewpoint that isn't yours and challenge yourself. And I think this is going to be one of those movies. It's getting some really good reviews and it's apparently a very engaging, very well-acted piece. And uh, a well-acted piece is always something that I'm going to flock to. Even though Halloween series is over, there's a little bit of, not spookiness, but certainly unnervingness with uh, Watcher. I feel with you. The spookiness is never too far away. It's oh, yeah, it's Halloween all year round. Apart from December 25th. Yeah. Maybe December 1st through to the 31st, I would say, the only times where I'm not ooky spooky. You go full Mariah Carey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Great. Like, you know, I, I take off the, the black dress that I'm wearing, my little <laughs> witch's hat, <laughs> to reveal my full on Santa outfit. Like Fabulous. I'm, like I'm Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's great. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Please promise me you'll wear it on a Christmas episode. Of course. Thank you. 
Also out this week, Black Adam in 4DX and IMAX, Pray for the Devil, Barbarian, The Banshees of Inarition, Lyle Lyle Crocodile, and Bros. But Bros yeah. isn't just on the cinema. No. You got to sit down and talk with the stars. I talked with the stars and I talked with the director of the film. I got a lot of uh, insight into not just what brought this film to the screen, but also how they take us a little pair. But I think the most interesting thing you did with them wasn't mm. just that you chat with them about this great movie. Mm. You played a fun little game with them. A fun little game. Called Mr. and Mr. So if you were to go on a cinema date, yes. who would pick the movie? Whew. Oh, we would both have opinions We on would that. definitely <laughs> both have opinions yeah, for I sure. I mean, we are actors. Absolutely. I would say that Billy is more uh, current with the sort of new releases. Yeah. You might know more about old things. Old things, yeah. 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 How old are we talking? Well, I did Greece encourage... Too, kind of, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I did encourage Billy on one of our many flights. I said... Um, you need to watch Roman Holiday. Yeah, because we were going to Rome to do press and I'd never seen Roman Holiday. So I watched it on the way to Rome in the yeah. most on-the-nose viewing that has ever occurred. <laughs> yeah, and was it a good recommendation? It was great, but I it had a sad ending. It does have a sad ending, but oh, it's also yeah. a rom-com too. Well, there you go. It is. Yeah. Again, yeah. theme. Mm -hmm. um, who would hog the popcorn? Probably me. Luke. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a bit of a chow, chow mm -hmm. hound. Mm -hmm. Sweet or salted? Uh, I like it salted. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And would that work for you? Okay. Yeah, I used to. I don't. Yeah, I used to love popcorn with raisinets in it. Oh, raisinets! Yeah. I would do gummy, uh, gummy people. Gummy uh, sour, people? sour patch. Gummy kids. people. <laughs> sour patch. Do you guys have sour yeah, patch sour kids? Patch kids yeah. 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 In your popcorn. Mm -hmm. Oh. So salted, salted and sour. Yeah. There's a whole salted lot going on there. Yeah. Fair enough. First, I've got to respect that. So, do you think there would be a second cinema date if you guys went on one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not to put you on the spot. No. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Totally. We like uh, Are you going to ask us more cinema date questions? Yeah. I could, yeah. Oh, okay. well, the, the final one that I have really is if you could pick, this this movie is so original, but also is in the kind of grand tradition of rom-coms and it mm. points to so many of them. You know, when Harry Met Sally, you yeah. mentioned that. Mm -hmm. You've got males in there as well. Yeah. Um, if you could pick a classic rom-com to sort of define each other, what would that mm. be? Oh boy. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go to sort of like the, the, the 1970s for Billy and I, I, I think of the sort of Billy's very funny, he's very verbal. He sort of I think um, enjoys the back and forth conversation, so I immediately think of movies like Woody Allen. So mm. I'm gonna say like I'm gonna say Annie Hall. Mm. I think kind that of embodies sense. his sort of conversational sort of dialogue-driven sort mm -hmm. of way of being. Yeah. God, what would Luke's rom-com be? Maybe, I know you like Pretty Woman. I do like Pretty Woman. Yeah, I don't know if that defines you, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not a rom-com, but a movie that I thought a lot about while we were making Bros is The Way We Were. Mm. Oh, okay. Right? Like, uh, the young kids, I don't know if they're familiar, but there's like a Streisand-Redford dynamic yeah. um, that I think there are elements of in Bros. And I, when I think about Robert Redford's character in that, mm. I think about Luke. <laughs> he told me very early on, he's like, you need to watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I had some thoughts about that. Yeah. Which I won't share with you. Oh. <laughs> Is Billy Eichner as wonderful in person as I hope he is? Billy Eichner was incredibly chill 
It was such a nice, and Luke McFarlane as well, they were both wonderful together. They seemed to be really happy together. I had a little joke with them before we started filming because they had little chocolates. I was like, did you make it yourself? It's a thing from the movie. You all know if you've seen it. And, uh, and But yeah, just so charming, so humble. I'm very excited, I think, to be sharing this movie and having people come and see it. So I had a great time. What is your pick of the week? I'm going to go with Call Jane, I think. Although, honourable mention two bros because I still think it's it's one that uh, people can have a nice time if they go and see it. Yeah, I think Bros is actually going to be my pick of the week. I, I still have not had a chance to see it yet. Mm. Um, apart from your recommendation, I wanted to go and see it. But also, I thought your, your interviews with them were so wonderful that actually made me even more excited to go and see them. Piercing insight from me. My journalistic integrity. Unparalleled. And on Saturday the 5th of November, we have a screening of La Treviata. Like Jeffrey's comment here that says, um, look at Luke's arm, McFarlane, not mine. Yeah. Uh, going behind Billy's back. It's like he really likes him. It, it is. They were very, very uh, comfortable together. And I think there's a comfort that you can see on screen between the pair of them. It's a very, there's very clear chemistry uh, between the two performers. I think they both, and they both really care about the movie. You know what I mean? And they're really happy to be working together. They're really happy to be working on this and celebrating the film. Um, I got that vibe from them. It was very nice. Uh, and lastly here from Steve 62 that said, uh, thanks for all that made this very funny movie. But friends to the theatre. And I enjoyed it very much. Good. That's lovely. Uh, Dan, I'm afraid we have, are out of time though. Are you joking? I know. You've got to be joking. Uh, but, but I'm not. I could sit here and talk more about my cereal habits. I, I would love that. But well, we do have cereal in the office, but we don't have raisins. So oh. I, I, I will have it. I will have this cereal without the raisins. Well, we're gearing up to Christmas. I'll bring you a jar of raisins. I do find myself thinking this would be so much better if it had some raisins here. I'm so sorry. Yeah. One day. But, you know, that's the failure of this company. But, well, <laughs> your words, not mine. But I don't mean Cine World, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear. Uh, but anyway, that's all we've got time for on this edition of the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back in seven days' time. If you want to check out any of the movies we've discussed, there's links for them in the podcast description. Uh, I've been Luke Owen. And I've been Dan Layton. And that's what's on. Mm -hmm.